Hey, hey, it's Aiden here at the top of the podcast to have a quick little chat with you. First off, just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone that checked out episode one of Songs That Changed You. The feedback has been awesome. Some great reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Really appreciate that. Uh, It is actually how the podcast gets out there and heard by more people. The magic algorithms that work at Apple Podcasts and Spotify, they bump it up in the chart and more people see it. So yeah, really appreciate those reviews and all the kind words, the wonderful things that people have been saying in the podcast. It, it really means a lot to me. I wanted to share one little message that slid into my DMs from Anaskeptic. They were the band that featured on last week's episode. Uh, Pastor Phil McArath was talking about their song, Clear to Pass, and the guys heard it. Nick from the band, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this, but he said, growing up as a Christian kid, I was pretty disillusioned by the Christian music that was out there, and it became part of my mission to start a rad band that Christian kids could get inspired by. So it was really nice to hear the effect it had on Phil. Please pass on our regards. How cool is that? It's really awesome. Well, today's episode, something completely different for you. If you live in Melbourne, you're probably familiar with Lucy Holmes. She does the breakfast show on The Light FM. And I think what listeners love the most about her is that she shares everything. And today's episode is a great example of that. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Yes, it's Songs That Change You time once again, where I ask somebody to pick not their favourite song, but one particular song that has changed them in some particular way. And we're excited today to be joined by Lucy Holmes, uh, Melbourne radio extraordinaire, uh, mum and performer. Hey, how are you doing? It is so lovely to be here. I'm really excited, Aiden. You're a big music fan. Yes. I studied music theatre back in the day. Oh, wow. Okay. Did that come into play much these days? Like, I find everyone that does yeah. their, what they did at uni, no one actually does it. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that old chestnut. No, I, I studied music theatre. I studied singing and dancing and acting. And I've been performing full time for like the last 25 years in Australia. So I work, apart from working in radio, I'm also in a stage show, a Kylie Minogue stage show that's been touring for 20 years. And I do a lot of performing in Melbourne, a lot of singing, a lot of emceeing at carols. I'm always out at some carols singing another carol. So I'm very lucky that I studied it and I got to do it. (laughs) Highly qualified to discuss music with me today. This is good. So what is the song that changed you? The song that changed me that I have chosen is a song by a Christian artist called Danny Gokey over in Nashville. And he wrote a song called Haven't Seen It Yet. And that is the song that when you said, what's the song that's changed your life? I was like, oh, instantly that one. Okay, 
Okay, so this song's not that old. It came out in, in 2019 off his album of the same name. Where were you in 2019 and when you heard this for the first time and things? I was in one of the darkest seasons of my life. I had gone through a marriage breakdown. There was a child involved and so there's a lot of emotions around that when you're in family court. And I found myself in a place... People who know me or have listened to me on radio, I'm like the happiest person. I'm like, I am just always happy. Life is great. I'm always positive. Like I've always had this really kind of happy life. And suddenly in 2019, I found myself in a place where I didn't even recognize myself. I was clinically depressed. I was having panic attacks. I was having horrific anxiety. And I got to a place which was really shocking for me where I had become suicidal at some of those points and was thinking about how I could even go on with all this pain and all this trauma and all this stress. And that is when I I heard this song in those darkest, darkest moments. That's heavy. That's that's really heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us, first off. Talk to me about the song. You heard it for the first time and it instantly connected. Yeah. You went, that's me, I needed this. We played it on our radio station here in Melbourne and every time I heard it, I would just start crying like tears and there I'd be in my car and I'd hear it and I would just start crying because the song at its very core is just about holding on and hoping because there is breakthrough, there is happiness, there is joy in the morning, there are good things, you just haven't seen it yet and what you're experiencing right now isn't your forever, it's just your now and if you can just hang on, there's going to be a sunrise the next day. You've just got to hold on, it's all coming. And for me it was that, that's what I needed, that's the message my heart needed in those moments where I was just so low, I just needed a reminder to hang on, to hang on, to hang on, that it wouldn't always be like this and one day this would be a memory. And so that's why I had it on repeat for a good probably year and a half, like to the point where it became a running joke at my workplace. And and even I heard other announcers playing the song on air and I'd say Lucy's favourite song because <laughs> everybody knew that this, is, this was my song. And I was really excited because I got to interview Danny about the song and I wanted to thank him because I said, I feel like your song saved my life a few times. When I was so low, I would flick that on and I would I'd hear the lyrics, like there's some lyrics in there that go, um, you're closer than you think you are and all his promises are just up ahead. You haven't seen it yet. And I was, it was those little reminders that there was a God who loved me and had a great plan for me, even though I couldn't see it, even though I couldn't feel it, but just to hold on because one day that sunrise will come up and you'll go, ah, oh, here it is. So I wanted to thank him and I said, and I know that this song has changed so many people's lives because every time we played it on air, people would text in talking about it. But he wrote it after his wife died and he was in the depths of depression as you would be when you you lose your, he was young, she was young and he lost her in, in really tragic circumstances. And yeah. so he was questioning God going, you know what, what is going on? And he wrote the song in the depth of his grief, which I think is amazing that he wrote this going, where are you, God? And God was saying, you know, there is breakthrough coming. You've just got to hold on. You haven't seen it yet. And so I think 
for him to write a song out of such grief is why it's so powerful. It's not like he just came up with a great idea about, hey, let's talk about, you know, holding on to things and and waiting for some great, awesome stuff to happen. He wrote it out of that, like that cry of his heart. And I think, I think that comes through in the song. I think that's why it spoke to me. Yeah, I think it's why it speaks to a a lot of people because whether it be a partner, a daughter-son relationship, like the video clip itself, when you watch it, it's a father sort of longing for his daughter that he's obviously not connected with at current. Like it doesn't sort of say why, but they're just not getting along and and she's not around. And then, you know, there's this big emotional united embrace at the end, which, yeah, you you get teary. You just can't help but... What was his response when you thanked him? I think he's probably heard a million people thank him for it, but he was really generous and he's the loveliest guy and he's so full of life and, and, you know, it's amazing to see the breakthrough in his life, you know, from what would have been and what is, I think, one of the most tragic, saddest things you can go through. Like I can't even comprehend losing your your spouse in the way he did. But years later now, having had a song that's, bless so many people and he's remarried and he's got a bunch of beautiful little kids and he's living testimony of the song that if you can hold on that there is such good things just around the corner so I think he's just so grateful that his experience can then go and bless other people because life is so hard I mean my favorite saying is I think it's like probably Plato who said it which is everybody is fighting a battle you know nothing about you walk past people in the street in Coles Everyone has trauma and heartache and issues, whether it's relational or divorce or their children are struggling somehow or they've got financial issues or their job security or cost of inflation. Like everyone is struggling. And and I think that's why I love this song. The first couple of lines are things like, you know, have you been praying and you've still got no answers? Have you cried all the faith you have through so many tears? Like just things like that we can all relate to, like all of us, everyone has things they go, oh, my God, I've been praying for that. Where is the breakthrough? Where is the answer? Everyone is struggling. So I think this song speaks to so many people because there's something that we're all struggling with, big, small, in between, and it's a great reminder that God has done it once before and he'll do it all again. You've just got to be patient, <laughs> which I'm not good at, not good at being patient. Would have loved God to have moved <laughs> No. And I look back at that song now and it really, like, I used to sob. I used to drive my car sobbing, sob, sob, sob tears and I couldn't hear that song for a year without breaking down but now my life has dramatically changed years I'm years past that now I'm pa- I'm out of the depression I'm out of the anxiety I'm not on my antidepressants anymore I've remarried I've found that joy again and so for me I look at this song and I'm like that was my story too like I used to love it in the depths of despair but now I look back and I go well that's right I held on and there was a bright sunrise after my darkest day and so I like that I can share that with people now that you've just got to hold on. Mine, I walked through like the valley of the shadow of death for about, I feel like it was four or five years. Um, And I would have loved it to be like six months, (laughs) but it was four or five years and it was what it was. But I came out and I'm okay and I'm better than okay. So what happens when you do hear the song these days? Because music has the power to sort of transport you back. You can not hear a song for 10 years and then all of a sudden be singing along or have those same feelings of insecurity when you heard it at a school dance and no one wanted to dance with you or, you know, whatever the song reminds you of, it it does transport you. Yeah, Um, I think for me, I used to listen to it in that time of great grief, but now 
I don't have that sensation when I listen and it doesn't take me back to that mental frame. All I feel now is the the gratefulness and the thankfulness that that I held on. So when I hear it, it's more like um, instead of a cry of my heart, it's like a testimony now where I'm like, yep, hold on because it's coming. Good yeah. things are coming, you know. For me, it's now a battle cry as opposed to like that real grief where I'm sobbing. I feel like it's a victorious song for me now. So it's really interesting how it's changed. And I think it probably would have come full circle for him as well, given the fact that his wife passed away many years prior. I'm sure he might have written the song at the time, but then released it much later. He sort of worked through those feelings as well when he's singing about it. I guess he's obviously still, you you never get over losing somebody like that, but he's scene where God has taken his life and it's it's the same thing it's that it's that sort of victory I would imagine I'm presuming I'm putting words in his mouth but yeah yeah you know he's done a lot in his first wife's like name he started a charity with regards to I think I think it was a, a cancer perhaps that that took her life but he did a lot in honor of her um, as opposed to just saying, oh, I lost a wife and I've, I've now remarried, so happy ending. It's not like that, you know, because mm. there's so much, you know, grief involved. And I love that he's still celebrating her, but he still found his happiness because God can turn all things together for good. Even the most traumatic threads in our life, he can weave into something. And I think that's that's the testimony behind this song and and behind who he is. He's a good man. We're going to play it for everyone uh, in just a second, and I'd really encourage everyone to listen to the lyrics, particularly if this is a conversation that's sort of connected with you, if something that you're sort of experiencing at the moment, please listen, please grab onto those lyrics because it's helped so many people. Lucy, you are awesome. Thank you so much for uh, sharing and opening up so much with everyone. really appreciate it. Oh, anytime. Absolute pleasure. And this right now is Danny Goki with Haven't Seen It Yet. Have you been praying And you still have no answers Have you been pouring out your heart For so many years Have you been hoping That things would have changed by now Have you cried all the faith you have Through so many tears Don't forget the things Don't ever lose hope, hold on and believe 
episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe you have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidengatehotmail.com. Thanks for listening.